Welcome to the Michael Rivero What Really Happened radio program. Welcome back to our show, hour number two. The phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. We've already got a lot of callers. So let's go to Angel in New York City. Hello, Angel. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hello. Yesterday, I think you mentioned TWA 800 and Richard Jewell. Yep. I'm going to show you the connection between them. Can you pull a website, S-I-R-U-S, to number one dot com? That's S-I-R-U-S. Uh, okay, read that to me one more time. Sure. S-I-R-U-S, the number one dot com. That's S-I-R-U-S, the number one dot com. Okay, um, it says your life is in danger. The yes, life did, did, of can, your... you, can you pull up FedEx slips? Can I pull, can I pull what? It says FedEx slips. You can click on FedEx slips there. It says FedEx reports. Your FedEx reports. Can you pull that up, please? Okay. Did you pull it up? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Do you see it says Police Chief Beverly Harvard? Yes. And you see the date is 1996, July 1996? Yeah. You see our FedEx slip below that? It says Brian Watson, August 1996? Yeah. Okay, what happened is I had contacted Police Chief Beverly Harvard just during the Atlanta, the Atlanta Olympics and said that President Clinton had just shot down TW-800 and he was going to, they was going to blow up the CDC in Atlanta, Georgia during the Olympics. Okay? Okay. That's the proof of it. And what happened was um, because of that, if you checked on the news and everything, they um, they had uh, Richard Jewell had found he allegedly had found uh, found a small bomb the day be- two days before that on a Saturday. That slip was dated on a Monday. So about, about two day about two weeks after that, the FedEx slip that says Brian Watson, they had tried to do something else, and I contacted Brian Watson and explained everything to him. Okay. Okay. You notice that's when they start turning back to something about Richard Jew. What happened was that morning they said Richard Jew had found a bomb, and that afternoon he was a person of interest. It was because I had contacted Chief of Police Beverly Harvard and said they was going to blow up the CDC and put the country under martial law. Okay. Okay. That's the mystery, that's the mystery behind that. And if you and you have to, you can click on when you when you go on later on. If you click on a couple of pages, you're going to see a list of about 20 people who I had contacted and said they had a um. It's a list of people, black helicopters of America. Um, Pat, um, was it um Pat Robinson, um Jimmy Swaggart, Al Sharpton, Reverend Farrakhan, etc. Because of that list of people, they decided to pause everything. Okay. 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 And that was the reason they paused with Richard Jew, and that's the reason they backed up on him. Okay, that's the connection. Okay? Okay, I'm having a hard time uh, following this. You know, I mean, the FedEx slips uh, don't indicate what was being sent inside the uh, FedEx packages. And so... Oh, 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 oh what it is? I'm sorry. I, I, I had sent a state of emergency letter to Chief, Chief of Police Beverly Harvard and explained to her that Clinton had just blew up the CDB 800. They was going to blow up the C- they was going to blow up the CDC. Going to blow up the CDC, and I'll um, put the whole country under martial law. And I asked basically begged her not to let that happen. Okay, and that's what it was about. Okay, okay, and um, that that um, later on when you when you go home, I'm going to I'm going to give you another website to check out. You can find out everything. Okay. Actually, I filed a case in the federal courthouse 
the Southern District of New York, Pharaoh Starlight versus the U.S. House Representative for Misprison of Treason in 1998. Okay. Southern District Court of New York, 500 Pearl Street, Pharaoh Starlight versus the U.S. House Representative for Misprison of Treason. Okay. You understand? Okay. Yeah, I understand. Now there's, there's, there's another, I know you have time, there's another website when you check checking when you go home. Um, just write this down. You ready? Uh, yeah. Just www.vote, that's V-O-T-E, Starlight, S-T-A-R-L-I-G-H-T, M-C-K-I-N-N-E-Y, McKinney, M-C-K-I-N-N-E-Y. Yeah. Com. Now check that out when you go home. Okay. okay, I must have um, mistyped it. It says we uh, cannot find that site. Can you send me an email with that URL, and I'll check it out after the show? I'm not able to send emails. My vision's not that good. Oh, okay. But, but if you wrote well, it down, they're probably was... trying to block it or something. Um, uh, did, did you write the website down? Yeah, well, I'm, I've got it in a browser window right now. Oh, did the website come up, StarlightMcKinney2016.com? Uh, you said votes Starlight McKinney. Yeah, votes StarlightMcKinney2016.com. Did it come up? No, it did not come up. Okay, I'll check on the, um, the server and see what it is, okay? But anyway, keep that on file, okay? Okay, I'll take a look at it. Thank you very much for the okay, phone call. Care. We're going to go to Jeff in Ottawa. Hello, Jeff. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, I'm sorry to see you go, but I do understand with the health and, and all the rest of it. And, I mean, you're not making any money off this. And everybody else is. Look at John Moore. Sell, 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 sell. And you got to pay your bills. So I can fully understand, you know, doing doing a five-day-a-week show for all of the hours and prep. Now, you gotta, you know, like you say, you you got to get back to your website, make that generate income for you to take the pressure yeah. off. And then maybe, maybe uh, down the road at some point you can come back for, like, on some network here or somewhere for like one day, one sorry, one show a week, two three hour show, whatever you know, and uh, that'll be good. I'm going to miss uh, that your uh, perspective on stuff, even though I disagree with you on the atheism and evolution, various things like that, and also on China and Tulsi Gabbard. But I'm also going to I'm also going to miss the and I have to say this, it's funny cast of characters you get. Most people's <laughs> talk shows are boring. Yeah, I'm going to miss they, them no, too. They're boring. Now you got like. The slow talker in New York, you got the fast talker in South Florida, you got the I'll have an olive and a margarita and the dude dude. Man, you got you got some colorful characters on there, I'll tell you that. Very entertaining. And also they put up good information. I'm not slagging them. It's it's funny. I got a nickname for almost all your callers. But uh, anyway, I, I understand totally. I mean, my sisters our healthcare system here is crap. I had a bit of a healthcare thing last year, the prostate thing. It was uh, five months before I got that minor procedure done. So, I, I and my my wife's uh, net, uh, aunt uh, fell at ninety two and was twenty two hours in the emergency waiting to see something. That's twenty two hours. So the Canadian healthcare it sucks. Well, the healthcare okay. out in Hawaii wasn't much better when my yeah. wife suffered a compression fracture in her mm -hmm. spine. It was ninety yeah. days before they could see her, and by that wow. time it had started to fuse. In, in you know at an angle 
and uh, she's been yeah. living with that ever since. Uh, our well, medical care around here locally is pretty good, uh, primarily yeah. because our doctor is also our niece, so she's got oh, blood helps, in the yeah. game. Yeah, no, I know. It's I think it's it's true here and elsewhere. And here, it's uh, we're uh, aside from North Korea and maybe one other country. It is illegal. Private health care is, is illegal in this country. Now, Ford, the uh, horrible premier of Ontario, he says he's going to have some private clinics set up, which the government insurance will take care of, but other separate clinics to take care of the overflow, so we'll see if that's happening. But it's, it's the vaccination. The waiting times have gone up tremendously, and it's, you know, they're not going to be able to hide this, this charade much longer. You know, yeah. it's going to it's going to come out, and you know, and as far as the Ukraine thing, I don't know. There's some sort of and the and the gold backed currency thing. I think they're both. I think they're two sides playing the same game. I, I wondered about Putin. Why hasn't he taken Ukraine by now? What's the holdup? He's got all the everything he needs. Finish them off. So what's the game that he's playing? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't trust either side. I think we're being played in in all sorts of different directions, but. It's surely gonna gonna deteriorate badly. I, I, the Soviet style collapse. The problem with that is that when the Soviet Union collapsed, there was pretty much a consensus across the board that we got to get rid of these guys and so forth. Well, the United States is much too fractured for that. You have these insane people on the left, which we have here, and then you have others. And you know, when it falls apart, it's not going to come back with the with the old Bill of Rights and stuff. It's going to just fracture. I'm afraid to say that. And I think they are posing. Somebody, maybe Gavin Newsom, to be the new president after they get rid of, of Biden. Something's, something's yeah, I'm really worried coming. about that. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, they're also talking about running Michelle Obama for her name value. And, uh, yeah. you know, yes, she's a lawyer, but or he's a whatever it is, uh, is a lawyer. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, no political experience, uh, no foreign policy experience. And... If you look at what Gavin Newsom has done to California, I, mean, I absolutely do not want to have him as president of the United States. Yeah, imagine having a having a creature like that who has literally destroyed his state. And I, honest to God, I don't know why anybody stays there. Like, I don't like Peter and California. I think a lot of people are leaving. You know, we keep hearing yeah, are, that, uh, you know, people are leaving these yeah. Democratic strongholds and they're moving to the rural areas to get away from the craziness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've, we've got people moving in, uh, t- into our town here okay. in Indiana. I think a lot of it is the gentle, soft climate they have out there. I mean, the climate out there is very good. It's never, you know, like if you're in the colony up the mountains and the thing, and that's I think, holds a lot of people back. But if I were somebody out there with some assets, I'd get the hell out of there as fast as possible. Who wants to have their kids, their, their, their sons, daughters, whatever, grow up in a place like that, a place that hates them where there's no future? Sell what if you've got any assets and you're able to move. My suggestion is sell out and go somewhere. Find a place, yeah. whatever climate suits you. Whether it's a hot climate, which I couldn't stand, like Florida, uh, or a, a moderate climate, or cooler, or someplace. But just get out. You know, now. What are you waiting for? Do it before. Like beat the rush. But like, sell out while you can. You know. So that, anyway, that's so. Anyway, I hope that you, that when you do all, like I said, when you get all this stuff sorted out with the website, and I hope that. Uh, they do come back, you know, one day a week, and uh, at some uh, on some network, maybe GCN or somewhere else, and you know, so you know, that's that's about all I can say. And uh, uh, good luck to you. Well, thank you very much, and thank you very much for the phone call. We're going to go to John in Colorado. Hello, John. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? 
Yeah, good afternoon, Mike. Yeah, sorry to see you go. I understand what you need to do, and if you work on your website back on uh, what's really happening dot com, I haven't looked at it, but since you'll be gone, I'll check it out, and uh, if I can help you financial, I'll do that. Uh, do you have any any other thing on that? Do you have any videos of you talking about things or? Well, I mean, uh, there's a video archive of this show over on Rumble and a couple of other places. And, um, you know, I haven't done original videos in quite some time or original articles. And that's something I do want to get back to is producing original content and, you know, getting my ideas out that way. Yeah, well, like I said, whatever you do, you know, there's a way to keep up other than just reading your thing. Yeah, fine. But good luck. And uh, Miss Claire, hope you have a, a, both have a good uh time and all that. And if you do come back, even temporarily for a while, it'd be nice to see you. Um, I comment on what you said about the uh, transgender, where they, they wanted to make that, uh, I forget what you said, who did it, uh, making a, a third category. Well, I, I don't like the idea, but if they want to do that, it's great. Let them do that among themselves. I, like I think it's said. the best solution. I really do think it's the best solution in sports. You have a men's category, a women's category, and a transgender category. And let, just let them compete against themselves. Yeah. I wonder down the line if, if you're going to be some of these professionals, especially basketball, and they try to try to try to, uh, it's, 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 most of it's black anyway, but uh, if they try to get men, transgender men, go and play with the women, see what that's, how they feel about that. Yeah. Anyway, so. Anyway, Mike, like I said, good luck to you and Claire, and uh, we'll keep up on you. And uh, Is the website, What Really Happened, working? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been up all this time here, uh, whatreallyhappened.com. Okay. And, um, you know, it, it's been through a couple of upgrades, and, uh, you know, I do need to put more time into it. There's coding bugs in the Drupal 9 setup. I'm going to upgrade it to uh, Drupal 10 probably sometime next week. Well, good. I'll, I'll, keep, I'll, I'll keep a look on it and watch you. But, anyway, good luck. Hope to see you back sometime. Even All right. Well, thank you very much for the call and for the kind words. And we're going to go to Charlie in Florida. Hello, Charlie. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Charlie in Florida. Going once, going twice. I think we lost him. Yeah, we might have lost Charlie. All right. So we're going to go to Bruce in Texas. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hello, Mike. Yeah, they already have an Olympics. They already have an Olympics for uh, trans people. It's called the Special Olympics, or they can make a branch off it and have it the Mental Olympics. You know, for the for the mentally deranged, I guess you could call it, or, or confused. Now, this may be my last call to you. So uh, again, I already said you know everything I had to say about what you've done, and I want to thank you for it. Uh, did you start off with at the Rents Network? I actually started at Genesis. Um, um, Genesis. Alex Jones actually gave me my, my first break. He would interview me on a regular basis, and then all of a sudden, uh, Genesis calls up and says, would you like your own show? And I said, sure, why not? That was uh, like 16 years ago, and I was with Genesis for a while. Then I was at RBN. Then I went back to Genesis. Then I went to TogiNet, the American News Network, and back to RBN, and I've been here for a while. I actually don't remember when I came back to RBN. It's it's been a while. Yeah, Jones has been pretty good, actually. Uh, that's pretty much my eleven o'clock to three 
for the two. So, uh, I'm not ashamed to say it. I, I criticized him when I thought he was kind of retarded. And, and I, that's the way I roll, you know what I mean? I just call it as I see it. And uh, have you been hearing about Virus X, the uh, WF people and and the others? I heard it on another show earlier today. I mean, lately saying, oh, we got a new virus that's coming. We, we, so far, we've named it Virus X. I had not heard about that. I know they um, uh, uh, basically uh, uh, they're, they're talking about a, a Marburg outbreak, and they're talking about uh, this uh, Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever. So at this point, it, it's just more booga booga to keep us scared and distracted and, and uh, saying, please protect me, government, please protect me, government. Yeah, it, there's another network. It's called 21st Century Wire. Uh, Patrick Henningsen, I believe, is, is the host. And I've been listening to him for a couple of years. He seemed like a pretty straight shooter and, you know, very eloquent, educated. Well, now for the last five shows in a row on Sunday, he's had uh, these uh, antivirus people, one after the other, and they're promoting books and stuff. And I've been hearing more and more of that now, the terrain theory. And they tie it into the Bible. Okay, just like the flat earth, you know, I don't have anything against the Christian religion. Matter of fact, I think it's a glue that holds society together. I mean, take, yeah. take Russia and the Russian Orthodox Church, for example, you know, it, it, it's the foundation of that culture. But they can also use that to psychologically manipulate people into the wrong direction. That's how I see. And so if I see RBN, you know, going further and further, into the uh, the flat earth and you can't challenge it or whatever and viruses don't exist and leaks are fake uh i'm sorry uh it's been a good ride but i'm gonna have to get off and that's all i got to say good luck with you i'll keep in touch and uh i'll probably donate to your site with you all right well thank you very much uh we appreciate it greatly here and uh we got charlie in florida back here so charlie uh welcome to the show what's on your mind yeah, Mike, hey, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know. When I went to talk, you, know, you couldn't hear me. So anyway, I uh, just wanted to really, like I said, I was, said, I was saying, uh, there's no topic really I wanted to discuss, but I wanted to wish you well. Uh, you know, we sometimes we've crossed paths. We haven't agreed on a lot of things, but we have agreed on a lot of things. And we, I think we've had kept good dialogue between us, I hope. Yeah, and I just want to wish you the best uh, with your new endeavor. I really do. Uh, RBN, I'm sorry to see you go because you're one of the few newscasters anymore that actually does news, you know, reports the stories, you know. And I like that very much. I love hearing the news and getting the stories from you. But uh, I'm also concerned about your health. I know the other day you were saying that you'd lost a lot of weight. And, yeah. And... Uh, I, I I want you to know I'm praying for your health as well. Well, thank well, you. I and, appreciate and want you, that. Want the best for you as far as your health goes. And uh, you know I, I understand you're under a lot of pressure. So just thank you very much, Michael. Appreciate okay, it. Okay. Well, thank you for the call. We got to take a break for commercials, and we'll be back after these few words.
Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject, from the funding behind the transgender movement to first-hand memoirs of World War II previously inaccessible to English-speaking audiences. We publish books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo. Whether you count yourself as a political dissident, student of history, connoisseur of philosophy, or enthusiast of exciting and thought-provoking fiction, you owe it to yourself to check out our catalog. With exclusive offerings like The Transgender Industrial Complex, Solzhenitsyn and the Right, The Open Society Playbook, Opioids for the Masses, and many more, there's something for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out our catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com and use code RBNREADERS2023 for 10% off your order. That's RBNREADERS2023 at antelopehillpublishing.com. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth-ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Welcome to What Really Happened Radio. Visit us online at whatreallyhappened.com. And now, set your eyes on the future, and let's consider what really happened. And welcome back to our show, and the phone lines are just loaded up right now. We're going to go to Richard Carey. Hello, Richard. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Good day to you, Michael. It's been a, a while since we spoke. I would like to speak about this uh, green agenda, a uh, PSYOP a bit, you know, sort of the best ammunition we could use against it. And also, I have a little brief uh, prepared statement uh, to pay my respects to you. But re regarding the main factors, uh, you mentioned many times the Earth's orbit uh, is perhaps the most 
significant one regarding climate uh, temperature fluctuations on the planet. It alternates between circular and elliptical. But yes. in addition to, okay, now in addition to that, though, I've heard you at times talk about the Maunder minimum. And there's even some recent articles at NASA on it, but these days it seems like they're very pro-climate change, and I'm skeptical of, like you say, never a straight answer, and, and you were someone who used to work there. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, well, the original Maunder minimum, at least in recent history, uh, according to grandsolarminimum.com, says about 1645 until 1720, and that's a reduced amount of sunspots in and there's another one that they're claiming that we're entering for the next 35 years or so. I don't know. What would you say with your most current information on that? Uh, or is it mostly the Earth's orbit uh, to account for things? Well, you're, you're correct about the Maunder minimum. The sun goes through cycles of activity. Um, the uh, one that was discovered earliest was uh, 11 uh, years where we go from uh, sunspots, uh, lots of sunspots to very few. And uh, uh, during that period, uh, the sun's magnetic field will flip. So it's actually a 22-year cycle. And uh, scientists are now beginning to realize there are longer cycles. There's one that's um, 60 years long and one that's a little bit over 100 years. And they're only discovering these now because we've only been able to study the sun scientifically for the last 100 or so years. And uh, what they're talking about for the next 30 years is that all of these cycles, low points, are lining up. And so, uh, yeah, we, we could see some uh, definite climatic uh, change from that. Wow. Okay, so, yeah, the, the two different monitor minimum cycles lining up and then also the Earth's orbit all, all at the same time. Yeah, that is significant well, well you know, that's why you know cl climate's always changing it always has it always will and uh, the, uh, the issue with the orbit is uh, that's what creates the ice ages and the interglacials and we're in an interglacial right now we're just coming out of the little ice age so we can expect a little bit of warming uh, but you know the government said okay <clears throat> we're getting warming Let's turn it into a crisis and offer to sell everybody a solution uh, if they'll just do what we tell them and uh, give us a lot more money. Uh, but, you know, back in the 70s, they were predicting a new ice age. So, I mean, it, it's just fear-mongering. And, you know, scientists are human beings. Uh, they want funding and they want a little bit of attention because attention leads to more funding. And so a scientist says, well, I've discovered this and it's really no big deal not going to get any fame or money but if he says i've discovered something and it's potentially the end of the world then all of a sudden he gets news coverage he gets offers of funding and so there's a lot of scaremongering uh you know because scientists do require funding uh to do what they're doing and whoever controls the funding controls the science uh and that's called the golden rule of science and uh, you know we've uh, had all this funding that's being poured into climate scientists uh who are willing to say that the earth is doomed and uh, that's then used in the newspapers as propaganda to scare us out of our freedoms and out of our money. And on all scientific topics, uh, the whole notion of peer review uh, seems to convince a lot of people. But uh, again, due to funding, uh, it seems like most of those uh, do have some sort of corporate funding with motives behind them. Isn't that the unfortunate truth? That's the unfortunate truth. And over the last several years, we've seen a lot of science journals, uh, you know, yank articles, which turn out to be highly inaccurate. We've certainly seen that with regards uh, to COVID and the COVID vaccine. We've seen that with regards to articles about, you know, the impending climate doom. And uh, 
you know, uh, I think it was, um, uh, you know, science has become corrupted, just like everything else in our society. And that, that's why, you know, it's actually become scientism, which is like science sold as a religion. Don't, don't think for yourself. Don't apply critical thinking. Just believe what this guy says because he's wearing a white laboratory coat and carrying a clipboard. And uh, that's not a really a very healthy attitude to have. I encourage everyone to be their own scientist. Get the raw data and find out for yourself. Uh, you know, a big issue is reproducibility, and a lot of the claims made by the global warming movement um, aren't reproducible. And there was a big stink at the Hadley Climate Research Unit at the University of East Anglia. They were one of the first ones to come on in and say, yes, we've done the research. The data shows the planet is warming. And then other scientists uh, contacted uh, the Hadley Climate Research Unit and said, well, can we have a copy of your raw data and the methodology? And Hadley said, well, we ran out of room on our hard drive and we had to throw the raw data away. So just take our word for it. This is our conclusion. And that was the first red warning flag that something was definitely not uh, uh, as it should have been. Anyway, uh, Richard, uh, is well, there anything I, else? Actually, I, I did have a, a brief um, a prepared statement. Okay, well, stay on the line. i got to put you on hold, and uh, we'll be right back. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Have you been looking for a trusted long term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N.
Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Well, they're stealing down on Wall Street and in Washington, too. You know, it makes me wonder what's a guy on Main Street to do. I've always tried to be an honest, upstanding kind of guy. But I must admit lately, I thought about giving something else a try. Oh, I want to be a pirate. I want to sail the seven seas. Yeah, I want to be a pirate. And welcome back to our show here. We're finishing up with Richard Carey. And Richard, take it away. Yes, Michael, uh, I, we haven't interacted much since I was brought on as a host here on RBN. But I can assure you that in my household here, to my wife and me, I mean, you've been a member of the household for far longer than that. I've only called into your broadcast a, a handful of times over the years. But today, kind sir... I would like to very much give you my warmest regards. Thank you greatly for these now 16 years of live radio host broadcasting. Additionally, for all you have uh, and continue, really, to plan to contribute to journalism at your 25 years and running website, whatreallyhappened.com, and wish you all the best in future. I have been listening to your broadcasts five days a week since at least 2014, perhaps a bit prior to that. But, but I, I cannot help but recollect the, the three uh, two-hour live interviews I had conducted with you as my guest, uh, which we did close to when I first started uh, live radio hosting at, at Truthcat Radio back in 2016 and, and 2017. And so after moving around a few years there, you know, doing a show on on a few other live radio platforms, one where I myself created and ran for a handful of hosts during 2019 and 2020. I mean, I most recently appreciated the honor of being appointed to my current time slot by John Stadmiller and, and being a weekday host on RBN alongside yourself, oh, good sir, for the past three years now. And I mean, I have to say, among everyone out there, you are among the very few other notable radio hosts who's been a significant influence upon my decision to start doing live radio. And you've always been among my top role models in radio, setting my standard for independent, fair, balanced, and objective journalism and reporting. You will be greatly missed and cannot be replaced. It would be impossible. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for all those kind words. Thank you for the call. We're going to go to Scott in Australia. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, good day, mate. How you doing? Good day. Ah, yeah, um, mate. I just wanted to say um, this is a. I want to congratulate you on what you've 
what you've done over the years. Um, people like me from around the world, I'm sure, listen listen to you, and uh, um, it's a huge loss for for RBN. Um, but um, yeah, do you remember when journalists journalists uh, did real journalism? Like, when was the last time you kind of uh, that, well, you know, we all know about Woodward and Bernstein and the Watergate scandal. I've always had uh, Ed, Edward R. Murrow as kind of a personal hero. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the media has basically become government controlled. I mean, now it's an open secret, you know, that, uh, you know, between Operation Mockingbird and various other corrupting influences, uh, the, the media is just the Ministry of Truth for the U.S. government. Now they're, they're, the liberals are actually talking about only the government should decide what is true. And that, that's anathema to the First Amendment. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's 100% true. It's also controlled, and um, yeah, it, it's a very rare to find voices like you on the radio. On the radio, um, so um, I've got a, yeah a couple of other things. Um, you, so, so not only with you, we get we get the real news, um, and and you cover such a broad spectrum. It's it's really phenomenal. Um, but but your your personal analysis of what you're covering. Is like the icing on the cake. It's 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 a cherry on top, Mike. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, there's, there's one thing about you know what we're all doing, um, you know, in this fight. You, you know, and I know you find the constant attack on our culture, uh, our people, our democracy, so-called democracy. I call it demo crazy, but. Um, the, the, in the anti-white narratives, you know that we're we're getting every day. Um, yeah. That I and I, I do find it depressing too, Mike. Like, but it, we have to continue. We have to fight um, because, like, we cannot stop because those people who hate us, those tyrants who rule over us and enslave us, they're never going to stop. So. <laughs> We, we have to keep going, mate. We have to be relentless and take on every single battle that we can. Um, yeah, would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. And, um, you know, in an age where social media is, uh, you know, falling back under government control, uh, it's more important uh, than ever that we use the sneaker net which is that we make hard copies of what we find in the news, and uh, we talk to people in our local communities. We, we, we uh, email and fax this stuff around, and, uh, you know, eventually they'll start filtering the email as well, but they, they can't filter us talking to each other. And, uh, you know, people around, uh, around this town, they are talking a lot, and a lot of them are very, very upset at what's going on. Yeah, yeah, totally. Hey, I know you're you're busy, and you know you're you're going on to your your website. You know what really happened. Um, you're going to focus on that. But I was wondering if you could do a, a, a little project for us because we we know what you do, but we don't know how you do it. So, for instance, you know how do you scour the internet? How do you how do you get um, the 
all, all the different stories, you know, not, not only from America, but well, around the world. Well, you know, um, I basically uh, go through several feeds. Uh, my wife, Claire, feeds me a lot of stories that uh, she gets from her sources. And we have a lot of people who email in stories for the website. So we get a lot of material, yeah. and I'm sort of playing at being editor-in-chief here and uh, separating the wheat from the chaff, which is why I'm not running any of these UFO stories that are all over the media right now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so, so I was just wondering if you'd be able to maybe document how you do it so that so that the rest of, you know, other activists, white white nationalists around the world can actually, you know, work out how you how, how it is what you do and we can and we can go and do it. I ourselves. just ex- now, explained it, you know, yeah. it's just going through yeah, yeah. Uh, sources that I trust, you know, different uh, other people's websites and uh, you know building up a, a, a group of volunteers who who send in stories as well and um, that's really all there is to it is that's one of the reasons okay. this job you know takes so much time is is doing all that research for the show and the website yeah and the way the way it comes across is it, it's you know you 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 understand um, each story, it's almost as if you've read the stories, not just not just the headlines. But um, finally, mate, I just want to yeah congratulate you and maybe take on uh, <coughs> Tom's um, Tom from Florida's advice, you know, and um, you know a couple of hours on the weekend or uh, two, you know, two hour shows on the weekend would be great, man. Um, but um, yeah, once again, thanks for everything you've done. It, it, yeah, well done. Take a bow, okay. All right, thanks an awful lot for the kind words yeah. and for the call. And we're going to go to Brad in Seattle. Hello, Brad. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hello, Mike. Uh, just a long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, going to miss you. you uh, your first hour has always uh, enlightened me to what's going on in the world. And without that, I don't think I would know near as much as I do. Um, have you considered, um, like, Starting an email on your web page that says, uh, like, support at whatreallyhappened.com and uh, promote uh, subscribership monthly, and you could split that with RBN and uh, maybe stay on the air if you get enough support? Well, um, uh, if you're talking about a newsletter, that's probably something I'm going to add to the website uh, in the very near future. Um, right now, being a member at whatreallyhappened.com doesn't really carry any perks with it. On the last site, if you were a paid member, you didn't have to look at the commercials and the ads, but uh, I'm going to have to re-implement all of that stuff. I mean, it, it really was a major headache when they said you can't use Drupal 6 anymore. And uh, so I went to Drupal 9. Uh, it's <clears throat> got serious problems. Like I said, next week I'm going to upgrade to Drupal 10 and hope that some of the problems go away. Well, some of the other um, podcasts that I listen to, they have a subscribership every month, and it's, uh, you know, auto-debit or whatever you call it. And I wondered if you could do something like that and that all uh, your that, supporters... That's definitely, uh, that's definitely something I'm considering right now. And, um, uh, again, I, I have the uh, means to do that. Uh, but, uh, again, I'm just going to have to see how the time plays on out and uh, how much I can do within, you know, you know, I'm an old guy. I'm out of warranty. They discontinued my model, and we can't find spare parts. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, you were, you've been out there for us all. And I was wondering if you could 
give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to Dan. He's a Seattleite, and I'd maybe get a hold of him, um, and we could get together and have a beer or a coffee or something and talk politics. And if he's interested, uh, you can just send me back to the switchboard, and I'll leave my information. Okay, well, uh, you know, uh, Claire and I, for a while, we lived in North Bend, Washington. Oh, that's a great area. Yeah, it is a great area, and of course they were still uh, basking in the glow of Twin Peaks having been filmed there. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we basically moved to Washington State because we were getting harassments and threats uh, in Southern California. Then I got the chance to go to Hawaii and work for this Japanese film production company, which didn't care that the White House hated my guts. So uh, we were there, I think, about a year and a half, uh, maybe just shy of, of, of two years. Anyway, um, yeah, Mike in the control room. Brad in Seattle wants to leave you a phone number, and I'm going to go to Marco in Alabama. Hello, Marco. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? <laughs> Good afternoon, Michael. Well, let's see here. On terrestrial radio, we've lost Rush Limbaugh and Michael Savage. And now, you know, I believe, tell me if I'm wrong, because I, I discovered you through GCN, Genesis yes. Communications Network. Were you a part of that? Yeah, that, that was my first radio gig. And like I, I mentioned earlier, uh, Alex Jones sort of set it on up with uh, Ted Anderson, and they gave me my first show. And then um, we, uh, uh, I, I went to RBN, then I got lured back to GCN again couple of other small uh, 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 news operations that don't exist anymore, I don't think. And finally back here to RBN. Because I remember discovering you when I was a liberal, and I was just, you know, starting to dabble, dude, in that red pill. I had a, a mentor who would, you know, have, you know, streaming going on, you know, on the boom box as we were doing construction. We, I used to uh, do home framing and stuff like that. And, you know, he would listen to Rush Limbaugh and make fun of me because I was a liberal and all that stuff, man. And then I started to see things, dude, that started to come clear, dude, a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more. And then I discovered Alex Jones had a nervous breakdown. And then you were always the one, dude, that was the calming person, the calming force. And I remember getting into it with you once, you know, a couple of years ago saying, how come you can't get mad over something? And, and I'm glad that didn't happen. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't get mad. I, I think it's very unprofessional um, and uh, definitely, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try to keep a, a, an even demeanor. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, Alex Jones has done very well with his little bullhorn and screaming at everybody. But, uh, you know, that's well, uh, that's not me. Well, I want you to know, you know that you're pretty much to an end of an era you know, as it pertains to, you know, this type of journalism, because the future going forward is going to be boombastic. The future going forward is going to be shocking. The future going forward is going to be a lot more aggressive and, and having, you know, journalists do that are going out on the scene and things like that, and, and possibly even being a part of the revolution that's coming in itself. And I just wanted you to know, with all the respect you know, that you and your wife dude should encounter going forward, and I wish you all of the help, and I want to let somebody else get on. Have a great day. All evening. right, well, thank you for the call. We're going to go to Guy in Arizona, and yes, we do have a lot of callers waiting. What's on your mind, Guy? Hey, Mike. Uh, yeah, I want to jump on that, too, because I was 
loved listening to Alex Jones, and uh, then he, and then he goes wild, and then uh, you're definitely a more calming influence, that's for sure. But then again, mm-hmm. on the flip side, you said that he's successful. You don't have like uh, billions, if not trillions, of dollars of lawsuits coming at you. No, I think, uh, no, I don't have, uh, I'm not being sued by anybody just yet, but, you know, I'm very careful, uh, you know, uh, regarding uh, defaming anybody, and uh, mostly, you know, because of the radio show, uh, I'm just repeating, reposting uh, other people's stories, but as I get back into writing original content, I'm just going to have to be very careful that I don't do anything that's actionable. Yeah, yeah, and I want to echo, I remember years ago when you had that really bad uh, health scare, uh, uh, John Stadmiller came on the air in your place and asked for, for prayers, and I definitely gave you prayers, and I know you're not a real believer, but, uh, but, but it's I do so weird that the sentiment. he came I, I really do. And then he's, I mean, who would have thought that just a year or two years later, then he's gone. He gets to meet the maker. Yeah, um, that, it, was, uh, that was a real shock when that happened, and... Um, you know, it was uh, an a- uh, aorta aneurysm, uh, you know, middle of the uh, uh, body. And um, uh, I've had a scan for one, and I don't have it. They did, they did an ultrasound on me, and uh, thankfully I'm not pregnant. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but okay. anyway, anyway, I was talking about Adam Curry yesterday, so I was going to go on that. He's a, a VJ, and he was an MTV back in the 80s. But he's had a podcast, and he's been talking. Actually, he is one of the first... Uh, podcasters and uh he was on joe rogan about five times and he was just on january and uh but he he had something very interesting i want you to consider because he's been a conspiracy theory and i mean you and alex and so many others are talking about not just conspiracy theories but conspiracy facts or spoiler alerts on so many yeah spoiler alerts that's that's the term i'm using now but then he he has something very interesting he said he was challenged to go look back and uh, look at Jesus. Was he real? And he said that's the, like one of the first conspiracy theories, because if you think about it, the Romans and the Jewish leaders all were saying uh, the body was taken, but uh, uh, it was the disciples that took it. So that is, was very interesting. And then he, he said he went right down the line in all of it. And I remember uh, there's a couple of really good ones you should consider looking at, if, or anyone out there, that is uh, would be interested in that, and uh, and it's there's so many things that uh, that is very obvious for us believers that going. And then I, I have myself a Damascus Road. And I pray that you get a Damascus Road. Everyone that gets it gets a different version of it, and so it's it's more real than most people realize that uh, there is a God. And uh, he's given us the option to accept him, and then he'll accept you. But it's assuming, but then again, I've heard you say so many times there's like 30 or 40,000 different denominations of Christianity. So, but that's not a religion. It's uh, it's more of a relationship, accepting what he did for you on the cross. I would encourage you to do that. Also, you were talking about Sean Ryan. Uh, Sean Ryan just had a come to Jesus moment like two months ago. And I encourage you, I think it was episode 63 with him and his wife was talking about how he's come now to God. And then if you look at the next one, it's, uh, episode 64, he was had Jim Caviezel. It's like, I heard this, is, okay, everyone that has a hard time with his name, it's a diesel without a D, and then put a cab in front, so it's Caviezel. 
But anyway, he talked about how he was on the cross where when he was a Passion of the Christ, he got hit by lightning, and he had an out-of-the-body experience on the cross. He saw his left side, he saw his back side, and he saw his right side. Then he's had a couple other surgeries that he had. Uh, he was clinically dead from that, and then he had an out-of-the-body experience then. So I encourage you and all the people to, to take a look at that and listen to the reality of, of being a believer. Okay, well, thank you very much for the phone call here, and we're going to switch to uh, Catherine in, um, let's see, uh, Maine. Catherine in Maine, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, Mike. I was in Boston for a long time, and I remember sending you some stuff, and I just found out, I don't listen every day any longer, but you're like the pillar of stability (laughs) at RBN, and I know that I could, it makes me sad you guys are leaving. Hi, Claire. But I'm grateful that you've got a plan so that you can bring in more income because I know you're smart enough to know you need you know what you need to do, right? Yeah. So I pray a blessing on that. And some people do put on, like, there's a couple of people I listen to, and they have, like, you want to make a donation so we can get through some bills. And some people do large donations, okay? So if you wanted to put something like that on your webpage, I think that might not be a bad idea. Splitting with RBN, that's a good idea, too. So I'm just going to pray the blessings come and... Thank you for your bumper music, because I had never heard of James McMurtry. Yes. And if anyone, that song, uh, I have shared that with so many people. And the video that I like to watch, it has the people in line, like at a Walmart or something. And that video is so powerful. I don't know if you've ever seen that particular video, but may I send it to you if you haven't? Um. Yeah, well, I've got a link to his website here on, uh, you know... No, no, we no, have no. A... it's not his. It's, it's a video someone did of that song, We Can't Make It Here Anymore, and the video ah, okay. images. It's a, it's a one that people are standing in line, like, waiting for a job, and there's thousands of people in the long line. That video, and I'll, I'll send it to you, and you can do with it as you like. But All Howen right, well, Strauss, Just one more quick thing. Howen Strauss in 13th Gen. I've read Class by Fussell... The last chapter is the X way out, and I've done all the Generation X readings because I'm an elder Xer, and we always get just forgotten about, right? <laughs> Generation X, Copeland, right? Andy Clarendag, but 13th Gen by Howen Strauss is a great book, and the last chapter talks about what's going to happen with the 13th generation, which is my generation, and one thing they said, the boomers were going to, like, freaking prosecute us, they were going to throw us in jails, and they were never going to die, and you know what? It's kind of looking like, you know, it's, and you are like the exception to what so many of us have experienced with this harsh, I've been, just the harsh treatment I've received since I lost my health care. And so thank you for being an exception to the rule. You don't utter the hate. And I always felt safe telling people they could listen to your show and you wouldn't go into this hateful rhetoric. You actually gave a voice for people like myself who didn't do it to ourselves and we get dismissed and judged and condescended constantly. And I want to thank you for that most of all, for giving a voice to people like in that James McMurtry video. Thank you. Well, thank you for the kind words, and thank you for the call. And we're going to go to Dustin in New Jersey. Hello, Dustin. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Man, Mike, what are you doing to me? You got I'm not doing anything to you. <laughs> what are you leaving in the middle of World War Three, man? Don't you miss... So you ain't going to miss me and Tom? <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to miss all of you. Uh, and, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it it, like I said, it, it was it was really hard to come to this decision. 
and I feel really bad about it, but I got to take care of Claire and I, and the best way to do that is to refocus on the website, develop original content, and just turn it into a real business that generates an income. And, you know, some of the other people out there, like Jeff Renz, you know, they're, they're making really good money, and I just need to learn how to do that the, the way that they do it. But you ain't Jeff Renz, Mike. Uh, no, better I'm than Mike Jeff Renz. I, Mike, I listen to Jeff Renz occasionally. And Jeff Renz, you're, you're in another, you're, you're top league, man. Jeff Renz is like minor league. I'm sorry. It's it's. He might be making more money or whatever, but he don't he don't talk the way you do, and he doesn't have the listeners call in the way they do, like Tom from Florida. <laughs> 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 but Mike, I want to wish you the best. I know you're going to be on the air tomorrow too, right? Yeah, and Claire's going to yeah. be joining me for that final show. But Mike, I love you and Claire. Mike, I want to give you my cell number because you know, not only can we talk about because I'm Ukrainian, talk about Ukraine. Video Toaster, Amiga, Commodore 64. But Mike, oh, okay. I do can, can, can you give yeah. that to Mike the board yeah. op? Uh, yeah, Mike, because but I do we're, we're almost I do to the end a of the show. Thing about Ukraine, real quick. So they did a breakthrough. The Ukrainians broke through the first line defense, but it was a one armor personnel carrier got caught in a tank trap because they were in reverse, I guess. They got confused and it got destroyed. So there was no counter offensive victory. <laughs> I yeah, no, it's, it's a mess over there. Anyway, yeah. Dustin, leave your number yeah. with Mike, and we're okay. going to finish up with Rowan in California. Rowan, we've only got a couple minutes left. What's on your mind? Hello, hello, no time. I know, no time. So I'll just give a shout-out to Layla. Layla in Canada, we miss you. I miss you very much. You always uh, did a great job at setting the record straight. And uh, please, if you're listening to this, uh, please call on the uh, Patrick Flattery or Jeremy from Kentucky or um, Richard Carey show. Um, Michael, yeah, I guess I don't have, I wish I could talk to you about so many things, but I guess my time's up. <laughs> okay, well, listen, uh, thank you very much for the call. The music is playing. The show is over. I Stay know, tuned for the National Intel Report. Peter Serafine is taking the microphone. Please spread the word of republicbroadcasting.org. Please spread the word of whatreallyhappened.com. Please support RBN during these difficult times. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday. Aloha, America. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com.
Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 